Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we're talking about Babylon 5 Season 3, Episodes 4 and 5, Passing Through Gethsemane and Voices of Authority. Um, so, Adam, why don't you tell us what uh, uh, Episode 4, Passing Through Gethsemane, is all about? Uh, passing Through Gethsemane has two plot lines going on. The uh, the more obvious long-term one is Lita Alexander comes back again, and this time in a in a in a format where she can readily come back anytime she wants, where she's Kasha's assistant now. She's gone to the Vorlon Empire like she wanted to. She's made it back, and now she's going to be Kasha's assistant who frequently does travels elsewhere so she can come and go from the show as she wants. And uh, the other uh, plot thread involves uh, one of the monks in Brother Theo's order, and uh, he's having strange, horrific visions that are haunting him. And uh, that ties back into uh, the uh, earlier plot thread in the show about what they do with uh, people instead of sentencing them to death in this setting. So, uh, um, I don't know. What did you think of this episode? Um, I actually liked this episode. Um, it was a really unusual one in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of nice because we had the Jack the Ripper thing uh, a while back, and this definitely harkens back to the Jack the Ripper thing. Yeah. But again, one of the things that I'm, I mean, I, I know we've commented about this, but I'm really starting to appreciate about the show is it's got a, it, it, it has room for religion in it. And it takes religion a little bit more seriously than a lot of science fiction shows might, where it's like faiths that are recognizable from our time are still present in some form or another. And and so, you know, that allows for a lot of things, you know, so like when, you know, when you uh, when you when you when you talk about the the Garden of Gethsemane, I immediately know what the guy is talking about. And. And so it, 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 it was, uh, you know, this was an episode where I thought it worked really well having this monk order that you know, I can, I can understand. And I can, <laughs> yeah, you know. there's real theology going on here. I mean, yeah, when you say for science fiction, but it's like, even for TV in general, I mean, you know, even when TV does touches on religion, it's usually in the most basic Christmas card friendly yeah. way possible rather than actually digging into it at all. But yeah, that is something I like about this episode. And it's funny because I have for my first time watching it, a, I had a, a reason I disliked it the first time. And so watching it this time without that context anymore, I was just like, wow, this is this is a good, solid episode. Mm-hmm. I actually actually enjoyed it this time. And what so, was it that made it not uh, enjoyable the first time? It's it's because I uh, the first time I watched this, I had a friend who I'd been telling about the show and like all the big plots going on and the shadows and the war, the narn and centauri and stuff and they're telling about the show and he was like over at my place the night this episode aired i'm like oh you should watch this show and it was like and it was this weird episode about you know the serial killer and theology and stuff and he just like none of the stuff i talked about was in the show you know and and so he didn't like it which by default kind of colored my uh reaction to the episode so okay. yeah I, with all with that way way years in the past i'm like yeah this was good <laughs> well I, I guess one of the other things I, I enjoyed about it, i forget the name of the punishment but i think they call it personality replacement or they have uh, some... death of death of personality is what they death call of it. personality so they 
we see that at the beginning of the episode where, where Garibaldi mm-hmm. has an exchange. I forget who he's talking to. I think it's Delenn. Um, where somebody is about to be executed, and he's he's like he's like in his station, and he's watching this thing, and and you can tell Garibaldi, you know, is one of these guys <laughs> who you know, just wants to see people fry, basically. Um, yeah. But they use that as an opportunity to. We've been introduced to death of personality before, but they re-explain it and they give it a little more context. I am a little bit unclear though, because he says they use it because they think executions are cruel, but I thought that they space people. Um, well, that's like a military thing. Oh, okay. That's, you know, yeah, if you like for, you know, yeah, treason within the military and, but on and that Earth, kind of If I was on Earth and committed a crime, the worst penalty would be death of... For a civilian, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. That, that's kind of what I thought, but I wasn't I wasn't 100% sure if that was the case. So I was I was a little bit... Uh, I, th- I thought maybe, oh, well, okay, there's an exception, it seems. Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, so I, I like that they did that. It did kind of tip you off to what was happening, but I thought that it was, uh, I don't know, I kind of, it was kind of like a nice clue because I felt like if you weren't quite paying attention, you might have missed it. And if you're yeah. paying attention, you feel rewarded for paying attention. Um, and Yeah, I, I had that moment too, because it, it, it is really heavy handed. You know, because as I, I already knew what the episode was about, we got to that scene, I'm like, wow, they're really cluing you in. But of course... The death of personality episode was, you know, two seasons ago for one thing, and and it was a good scene. I, I liked it was it was a well done scene, even if it was tipping the hand a lot on on it. You know, having the conversation with Len and Garibaldi, it, it it set the mood for everything. I think. But what I thought was also interesting about this is the the monk guy. He uh, I think what was his name Edward. He's Edward uh, slash Edward. Charlie. Yeah. Right? So he's Edward the guy and Charles Dexter the uh, the killer. Um, so I thought that was, you know, kind of an interesting name choice for, you know, they, yeah, I think I can call him, don't think I call him Charlie Dexter. Yeah. I didn't pick up on Charles Dexter. Yeah. You're right. That flew right yeah. over my head. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but the, uh, but, but it was funny that they, they, there was really, there was really, uh, a good series of, uh, sort of like psychological horror clues laid out throughout the episode, like a, a black rose falls out of his bag and he can't explain it. But, yeah. but there's enough plausible deniability in the scene that you're wondering if the person he was talking to put it there or do you know what I mean? You, you, you're not really sure. And there's a few scenes like that. And then it starts to become clear. Oh, no, this guy's having some kind of mental breakdown or something. Um, and the whole time leading up to that, he's he's going like their 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 whole purpose is they're trying to uh, find out more about what other uh, what other alien religions believe about about God, basically. And they're trying to find yeah. the points of commonality, I think. And he has a conversation with Delenn, who's naturally, you know, happy to talk to him about this sort of stuff. <laughs> and and he but and, and I think she sort of flips it on him and asks him a question. And and he starts. It's clear he has a particular interest in the Garden of Gethsemane and 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 Jesus temptation to, to not die on the cross. And he's wondering if he if he could do that, if he would be able to undergo the crucifixion. Um, and, you know, he. He's able to find out by the end of the episode. It's a, um, yeah, but but I don't know. I thought it was interesting because there's this guy who's uh, number one. They're sort of asking a moral question of like, is he absolved of the crime that he committed? Because um, he was a terrible serial killer. He did some horrible stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, but he's become like a really devout religious person who's you know if 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 that centauri telepath hadn't tried to you know hadn't messed with his memories you know basically the the plot is that the people 
whose families he affected or the families of the people who he killed, uh, they basically hire the telepath to, to, to turn him back online so that he can remember who he is. And then they want to murder him on Babylon 5. And it sounds like they, they paid a lot of money to track him down. But it's interesting that he he was uh, so, you know, went from being such a villainous person to basically being a pretty good guy. And he would have remained that way if they hadn't set him off. Um, yeah. But even by the end of it, he still sort of preserves. He still seems to be good by the end of the episode. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he like relapsed in any yeah. way into being. They didn't because that was that was one way it could have gone. You know, with the plot, it's like, oh, he's turning back into a killer again. You know, but they didn't. It didn't go down that road at all. No. That wasn't part of it. And I think that's why I liked it because the whole time yeah. I'm anticipating that I'm like, okay, he's gonna be. When is he gonna start killing people now? Like you know, <laughs> you know, Edward's gone. The Ed, you know, and 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 what's funny is before all this started happening, I was like, there's something about this character. Like he's so nerdy. Like he's so nerdy and polite, and it's like both annoying me and endearing me to him at the same exact time. And, yeah. and, and he even has like a whiny voice. Like he's got like, like, and I think they, I think this was deliberate cause I, I've seen this guy in, in like everything. He's, he's one of oh, those sure. faces. You see him in all kinds of shows and stuff. Um, so by the time you start realizing he was this, this serial killer, like, Oh no, I don't want, you know, not, not Edward, the, the geeky loser guy who, you know, he, he was just too likable and, and a little bit pathetic to, to want to see in that sort of, uh, uh, in, in that sort of a way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a great performance, I think, that Brad Dorff gives in uh in this episode. That's one of the things that makes it work. And uh, yeah, and I mean, another thing I like about the episode too is that it, you know, there, there's things that just aren't, you know, completely emotionally resolved through it. You know, like you know, at the at the end, you know. You know, brother Malcolm, who was one of the you know guys that killed uh, Edward, he comes out as you know having been reprogrammed, and Sheridan just isn't comfortable with being nice to yeah. this guy. He can't he can't let let the fact that this guy just killed one his friend but, go. It's like, I, but it was kind of fun the way that it happened because basically he and he and the head uh, what's the what's the name of the head monk of the organization? Uh, Theo, Theo, brother Theo. Bro- brother Theo. He and brother Theo are talking. And I think Sheridan says something to the effect of like, well, forgiveness is like the most important thing. But he's thinking yeah. in terms of those people forgiving uh, Edward for his crimes. And 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 so Brother Theo's kind of like, oh, really? And, you know, he brings yeah. in the, the guy and, and you can see that Sheridan is not really able to live up to what he just said. I think that's I, I don't know. That's a very I think a lot of people have had that experience where they it's very easy to sort mm-hmm. of say that sort of thing. But then, you know, you suddenly have to live it. and It's not so easy. So. Um, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. uh, so I thought that was a, that was an interesting scene and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I like the episode. I, I was, uh, I, I thought, it, I thought it was, it was a, a cool episode in terms of just the plot, but also it just had a lot of stuff to chew on and it, uh, and it kind of gets its. I think Babylon 5 does a good job with this sort of stuff. Um, you know, I don't think it would fit easily into a lot of science fiction shows. It might feel weird. Um, but there's enough, there's enough. I don't know what you would call it, but like enough sort of mundane elements at work in <laughs> Babylon five that it just fits. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think, I, I think it works for that reason. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 it's all, all the background for doing an episode like that is there. I mean, you know, I mean the whole legal proceedings and death of personality has been covered. Having actual religious figures show up is nothing new in the show. I mean, it's, 
it's it's a weird thing. It, it is on one level kind of a weird thing to have happen in the middle of all the plots going on, but it it's all part of the fabric of the show already. Yeah, yeah, I would agree uh, with that. And uh, and the oh, uh, the lead, yeah, I was gonna say so the Lita plot line. I I felt like I said that is barely a plot. I mean, she does show up in the uh, the 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 Edward plot, you know, figuring out that there's another psychic involved and so on. But, uh, or no, not figuring it out, but, but, uh, you know, but, but she, she has an involvement in it, but, uh, but yeah, that was mainly, I felt just kind of setting her up in the show or again, giving her a role where she could be there <laughs> again without psych or having an easy way of getting at her. And, uh, but that makes sense because I was wondering about that. I was like, "How are they going to get her in this? Like, she she'll just get nabbed by Psychor in the first five minutes, unless like there's like a dozen plot holes." So yeah, uh, so this actually makes sense, um, and it really had me intrigued too. I really am trying to feel like, uh, like there's a lot of mysterious stuff going on between her and Kosh, and so there is, and the fact her body's changed, you know, and everyone's like, "Wow, is it anyone else creeped out by this?" You know, Garibaldi has that scene. Everyone else kind of raises their hands. Yeah, it's uh, and of course in that last scene, we get the scene of her with Kosh with the energy flowing between them, and she's got she's got gills and everything. So, and, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's very unusual, and and uh, and also she does that scene with Londo where he try, he basically he finds out she's on the ship. And he pretty mm-hmm. much says, like, I know, like, Psychor is looking for you. So he pretty much he's trying to, like, you know, uh, get her to do what he wants. And she just turns it right around on him. And it's like, no, you know, if anybody ever did that, did something like that to me, I'd uh, I'd make sure that they, you know, that they never got a good night's sleep ever again. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Plant the nightmare yeah. deep in their brain. And, yeah. And, and I thought that was good, too, because Londo, that's something that lo- would bother Londo. Londo, <laughs> we've seen him have an experience with the, te- what was it, the Techno Mages? Was that the, the, what that group was called? That, yeah, the Techno Mages, yeah. So, yeah. So that's and, the kind uh, of threat I think he respects. Um, <laughs> he backed down. Yeah, he kind of blows it off like, bah, I already have nightmares. But you know, you know, <laughs> even though he makes that statement, it's like, yeah, he doesn't, does not like the idea. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so it, it was a, it was a very interesting episode. I, I am wondering, okay, she was lost in space for all this time and they found, and she said the Vorlons found her like, uh, passed out or something. And so I'm wondering if that means maybe she actually died and they've, you know, <laughs> like, cause that's I, an I, interesting theory. Yeah, yes. There's a, there's a lot going on in, at the end of that episode. So, uh, but yeah, so I was again. It, it, like you said, it doesn't really get too deeply into the plot um, of the of the overall story, but it, it, it fleshed it out in a nice way, and it was good. It was a good standalone episode, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah. I guess I guess we should mention too, because you you had told me that this season's all written by Straczynski, right? And so this is another Straczynski episode, obviously. This, and I, this is another Straczynski one, yeah. And so I'm I'm uh. I'm curious to see how that plays out. So far, I think it's it's working. Um, you know, we'll yeah. see, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the next episode we've got is Voices of Authority, and uh, the, the threads going on in this one, uh, Drawl pops up again, and uh, he he wants to try and uh, encourage people. Well, encourage the. Uh, the war council to uh, try and recruit other first ones that are hiding out there and see if they can get them on their side. 
And uh, their their attempt to do that is complicated by the fact that uh, the Ministry of Peace sends a new political officer to uh, keep an eye on Sheridan, and uh, which keeps him very busy through the whole episode. And uh, and and that was a very interesting character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, you said Julie, Julie Musante. Was that the name you said it is? Of the, yeah, that's her name. Um, yeah, she was. I don't know how you would describe her. She probably wouldn't really appear on a show these days, but in like the '90s, she was a very common type of character. I think. Um, yeah. And uh, and so she she immediately tries to seduce uh, Sheridan, and I think it's just to. I don't know. I think part of it was to manipulate him, but I think also I think she's somebody who maybe respects people in those kinds of positions and so there might have yeah. because because we see her uh completely not uh f- you know feel that way about zach um yeah so. i think i think it's a a a you know a, a number of motivations going on there and i think this episode we was this the episode where zach yeah we got like a little storyline with zach too right where he's um uh where, where it looks like I don't know where he's going, but it looks like he might end up in a in a dangerous place like Londo. Uh, in yeah, the yeah. I should I should have brought Zach up in my synopsis there too. Yeah, well, he he has a, he has a thread running through this. Well, whole. I just, I only just remembered it because I was thinking about that scene when I was talking about her. But uh, but I guess just yeah. starting there, one of the things I I've always kind of just thought of Zach as like a dope. Like he just seems like a dopey sort of you know. I don't know, not, nothing special about him. But now I realize that works for what they're trying to do because, it does. you know, it, it makes total sense. I was like, oh, well, I guess, like, you know, they were just given, you know, Conway, like, a, you know, a gig or something. Like, maybe that's what's going on. But now I'm like, oh, it looks like they had a plan. Like, they, they uh, because the, the dynamic between him and Garibaldi, where uh, Garibaldi's sort of thorniness and, his i don't know his lack of foresight sometimes on certain things like human things not on security things but on human things uh yeah is sort of put because this guy is basically like look you don't understand the line i'm walking he he's like reaching out to garibaldi and garibaldi doesn't seem to understand that like this is like the moment that you need to step in and and retrieve this man from that uh from from the situation and instead, yeah, he kind of he contemptuously is like, you know, shoves judging him off him the more. cliff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, it's it was really well done. And, and you know, from Garibaldi's angle, I mean, Garibaldi had his last, you know, second in command shoot him in the back. So he's just he's just got this air of paranoia that it's like the, you know, the seeming disloyalty by Zach is just just more than he can stand. Mm. He can't he can't handle it well. It's uh. Yeah, it, I, 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 that that scene with uh, Garibaldi and Zach is perfect. But um, uh, but yeah, so much of the episode though was Sheridan sort of deflecting this uh, this advice. What was she an advisor? Like there was well, like, she's a, a political officer, I think was the uh, the term. But she was used. she didn't have any actual authority, right? She was only meant, sent there to advise him, I think. On uh, yeah, on, yeah, she, on the correct yeah, she, way to express like opinions on things and uh, yeah. And and, yeah. and essentially they're doing like a, you know, it's now reached the point where like dissent is just not tolerated and you have to like really frame your dissent carefully. Like, so, <laughs> so, so dissent hasn't gone away. It's just that instead of saying, I don't like the president, you have to phrase it in a way that is, is politically acceptable. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. you know. Um, but 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 the propaganda machine is is fully in place the 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 
the the night the night watch is in place to prevent people from straying it's it's becoming a very repressive uh feature of the government on earth and uh and sheridan is i think almost dangerously oblivious to the problem this presents to him um yeah he is a very straightforward person for the most part and uh but yeah i i really like the conversation they have over dinner julie and sheridan where julie's like you know where where he's bringing up his reservations about the centauri tour you know and how you know he doesn't like the fact that you know that earth has made this alliance with the centauri when the centauri are, are in the process of expanding the war and attacking more more and more aliens and uh and and her 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 feeling is that you know but earth would never make an alliance with with a with anyone that was you know starting wars and it's like yeah but the centauri no that proves my point the fact we've made an alliance with the centauri proves <laughs> That they are not expanding the war because we wouldn't do but, that. But you also get that she's... You, she, so there are strong flashes of intelligence in that character. She's really and, smart. Yeah. And so I think she knows that's a total lie. She's just yeah. she's just using... She's. I think she's explaining the logic of the new reasoning to him in that scene. Cause, cause yeah. She, she opened... I forget. I can't remember the quote, but at one point she just opens up about the fact this is all bullshit, but this is the way it is. I yeah. forget, I forget how she words it, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean that that if yeah this if this character just believed all this stuff and was kind of a puppet, it wouldn't be a fascinating character. But she knows she knows the spin that she's making, it's, and that's what makes it work. I think she sees the spin as a necessary political tool. Like I think she believes in the government's aims, but she, you know, knows that the methods are maybe BS. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that so I think I think yeah that that was probably one of the more interesting things about the character actually was. That she she does seem to be aware of of the you know that this is just you know blatant you know uh, deception through language use. Um, yeah, uh, well, it's like it's an interesting interplay when she first meets with uh, with Sheridan in his office where they uh, you know where she is trying to like she's trying to like convince him she has authority to an extent you know she kind of like brings up the thing it's like well you know he's like he, you know because Sher's like well this is a military operation you don't have nothing to say to me and he's just like well yes but it's a you know it's a military the military you know it defers to a civilian government which has nothing to do with the way chain of command works yeah. and you know but she she's trying to slip that in there and eventually she concedes it when he calls her on that so it's it's it is you know she, she's trying to get away with things at times in a clever way you know and but it, yeah I, I like the uh the discussions between those two characters a lot and uh and i think too like his uh his sort of position in 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 uh, as the as sort of this great war hero is really you know the thing that seems to be protecting him um yes he, you know because he's, he's obviously useful to them you know it'd be like you know it's like he's like he's like an all-star war hero uh, like maybe i don't know possibly the biggest war hero i would think from that war and so yeah definitely uh, so you know they don't they don't want to like lose that valuable piece on the on the table um, yeah, well, he's, I mean, he, he, him being such a big hero, it's like if they wanted to, you know, go after him, you know, abruptly, it would be tough, you know, it's like, it's the kind of thing that could backfire on them. So they're, they're very careful about it. And so then there was this whole other subplot, or like, I guess the, not even a subplot, this was really kind of the bigger, more important story in a way, where they're, yeah. uh, they're searching for the first ones to help recruit them 
into the the war against the shadows and the first ones are like these ancient vast alien races that are like the size of planets sometimes it seems unless they're i don't know i'm not entirely clear on their nature because they i i guess they could just be projecting like you know like they you know this might maybe there's like yeah. smaller people projecting these things out there but uh but Ivanova ends up having to go to what's the name of the planet? Uh, Epsilon Sigma nine five seven. Sigma yeah. nine five seven. So, they, uh, and uh, and and she goes to Epsilon three to do the uh, to get into the the machine and yes. be projected to find like I guess she's trying to find the location and that's what uh, uh, they that's how they find uh, Sigma nine five seven. Right. Yeah, I, I get what you were saying earlier when I was like, yeah, Sigma 9, yeah, of course. She okay. went to Epsilon 3 to project the Sigma 957, yeah. Okay, no, no, I just wanted to be clear because I, 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 uh, I was confused about it, my, so I didn't know if... Uh, um, but, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, she, so Ivanova goes there, and she's on the White Star, right? Like, he puts her in command of the White Star, I think. Uh, yeah, he does put her in command of the uh, White Star, yes. And, uh, and so it was interesting seeing her in command of it, and... And also, uh, you know, she's there with the, I forget the ranger's name, but the, the ranger who's on the council, uh, Marcus, uh, Marcus. Yes. So Marcus is there. And, uh, and, and initially these, 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 uh, when, when they, when they go to speak to the first ones, or this, at least this group of first ones, uh, they're, they, they say no. And Ivanova sort of coaxes them by, by saying, Oh, well, that's what, that's what the Vorlon, Vorlon said you, uh, you were going to say anyways and yeah you're just too cowardly and so 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 that you know they they take the this vast ancient first one race apparently they have a, a an issue with pride and so they uh uh they they agree to join the war um <laughs> yeah but um, oh go ahead go ahead i was gonna say and it's worth re- remembering too just just as a callback too that sigma 957 was the uh, planet catherine sakai went to in the first season where she got into trouble and, uh, and Jakar sent help for her or, you know, he warned her away from that planet. Oh yeah, that's right. So was this the same thing that was knocking the, yeah. Okay. All right. The effects <laughs> so that, made it a little different looking, but okay. That's yeah. A, yeah. I think, well, they, I thought the effects are a little different this season. I think, I, I, I think on the whole, the effects are better this season, but there's, you, know, you kind of notice a little shift in certain things. Yeah. I, w- I would agree that the effects have improved. Um, uh, and so, so, uh, oh, and another important detail, they, they retrieved when Ivanova was in the great machine, she retrieved an image or a signal, uh, that, uh, the vice president was broadcasting to somebody in his cabal, uh, where he basically mm-hmm. admitted to everything. It was, it was <laughs> like, you know, he was talking to, I'm, I'm 99%. They don't actually show it, but I think he was talking to Morden. Okay. If all right. That would make and, sense. If you go back and watch it. I think the first, the other voice on the, uh, recording yeah, is more. You're, you're right. It, it was Morden. I agree with you because it sounds just like him. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that, uh, that I, but so there's that. And so then when she gets back, you know, they, they uh they try to pass that information to the press or somebody through various channels and it ends up on the news but the impression i was left with at the end of the episode is that even though they're they you know they're they're uh uh it's 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 sort of the story of the hour uh that the 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 woman that they had sent as the advisor um julie masante 
she had to go back to Earth to help deal with the fallout, and she sounded pretty confident that they could manage it. So I, I, I don't think this is necessarily going to herald the fall of the vice president, and even if it does, I'm wondering if they'll just put somebody else in yeah. position because i think they've got i think i it sounds to me like the coup is over at this point um and so i don't know that there's much that they can do even with this so and this was the thing they've been really looking for like this is the this is <laughs> yeah. what they've wanted for so long so uh but i don't think it's going to be enough i think they're just going to have to fight the war i don't think they're gonna um uh be able to but i don't know we'll see what happens maybe the shadows will be such a threat that well but Earth's allied with the shadows, so you know it's it's tough. Yeah, well, if you remember uh, during that episode with Morden, the previous last one he was in, uh, you know, they're, 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 when they're, when it, when Morden's talking to the guys on Earth, you know, one of them's like, "Hey, you know, maybe we can use this video, this video of the shadows, to scare people so we can accelerate our thing." So it's it's like the shadows are using fear of the shadows mm. to gain power on Earth at the moment. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so they're uh, really, really uh, good at good at uh, spinning things right now. But uh, yeah, one, 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 just one side thing I liked in this episode too that I noticed. I. Well, the 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 alien on Sigma nine five seven when he's projecting his head into the uh, white star to talk to everyone, I, uh, I I got I got a definite Jack Kirby kind of space god vibe yeah. from uh, the look of his his look. I was just like, yeah, that's 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 a that's a Kirby reference there, no question. <laughs> the uh, what was it? The and we got we got more drawl. Uh, this episode or drawl yes he was uh, uh in full full drawl spirit during this episode for sure uh, and so yeah so and and also i think drawl realizes that the, the issue is i think she goes in the machine and because she's a telepath she's able to do things that uh or she's yeah. a latent telepath but still a telepath and so she's able to do things that uh other people might not be able to do in there um and so i think i think that was the explanation for her getting the 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 signal from uh the vice president i gotta say to that vice president that's the perfect guy for that character. <laughs> he is he's great he just has like a the only better person would be bill murray's brother i can't remember his name but that uh, would be like if they, if they were gonna go full hollywood actor that would be the guy that you would want yeah brian murray doyle i think <laughs> uh something like that but yeah he would be perfect as well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess if they did like if they if they did a reboot, he'd have to play the vice president. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do the uh, the the big, uh, you know, big cinematic version that they've been promising for decades now. Oh, they, is, <laughs> there, is there going to be a Babylon Five movie? Is that something that is there? Made? There is there is always all you know, <laughs> there is always going to be a Babylon Five movie. But how so. would you do it now? I mean, like so many people have passed away and. Yeah, you'd have to reboot it at this point. I okay. Mean, yeah. I mean, there I, are uh, still like Londo's still alive. Um, Delenn is still alive. I get you know, some of the people are still around and. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it's it's one of those things. Honestly, I don't really want a Babylon Five movie. I mean, if they're gonna reboot it, I want like an HBO series or you know some some something like that. It's mm-hmm. like I'd rather just get a. A new series that that you know had a more up to date budget or something because uh, I, I feel like 
you can't you can't really capture the spirit of what Babylon Five is into a like two and a half hour movie. It's just it's just that's not that's not that's not what it's built to do. If you ask me, but, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, it would be it might work as like a six part movie series or something, but um, yeah, you know, I, I can't see it doing the, the it. it it really does benefit from having a show format though. Honestly, I don't know if I would trust anybody to make this show again. Um, I don't, I, think, I don't think you could get it the same. You couldn't, you couldn't make it as it is No. And I think it would lend itself to all of the problems with shows these days that bother me. Do you know what I mean? So I think that would be, uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I, I can sort of see how it might play out on, on, uh, amc and on hbo i just <laughs> yeah, don't I, I don't i don't find i have as quite as much interest as the things that are being put out these days so um but i don't yeah. know stuff can always surprise you um it can it can but yeah i don't know well we, we'd have to we'd have to see and like i said i don't think anything's gonna happen with it anyway it's uh it, it's yeah i mean they've, they've done a few attempts to bring Babylon 5 back in different ways, you know, with, with, with TV movies and with, with other series. And it just hasn't, hasn't worked. It so. doesn't have that Star Trek like franchise longevity that, you know. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, you know, part of it is just interference. I mean, Crusade, which was the, uh, the next series that they did is terrible. And it's a lot of the terribleness of it is just because of, you know, it getting stepped on by, by you know executives not letting him do what he wanted to do with the show so oh, okay yeah i guess that would always be a problem now he's also working on a new series right isn't he on um did he do like sense eight or something is that his uh he did work on sense eight actually uh our mutual friend robert was just watching sense eight last week and when i was talking to him on the phone he was uh he was saying sense eight's really good so where is Sensei? Because I, 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 I was listening to an inter- an interview with Straczynski, and I and I was like, maybe I should check that show out. You know, like uh, it's uh, a Netflix show. Is it? So it's yeah, it's okay. easily accessible. I, I just have there's just too much to watch. I hadn't. Yeah. It's on my li- It's on my watch list. I just hadn't gotten there yet. I'm, sh- so. I'm sure Robert has recommended it to me at one point, but it might be just one of these things. <laughs> like I'll, I'll hear about a show and I'll watch it like four or five years down the road. Um, I know, I know. I it's well, it's done. The show's over now. They they did two seasons and it's done. So there's you don't have okay. to worry about you know you, you can watch it all and it's over. So and it's only two seasons, so that should be. And I think the two Netflix the, the, seasons at that. And, and it was him and the Wachowski brothers, right? The, that was the uh, or the yeah. Wachowskis, the Wachowskis. Um, yes. But uh, but it was uh, you know, I don't know it, it, if it uh, uh, if I have time, I might watch it, but it's uh. Because I do like, I do like, uh, I, I like Wachowski style science fiction, especially recently. Sure. The stuff that hasn't been as successful has actually been appealing to me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, not all their stuff is, is great, but I, I enjoy their stuff. Well, it's fine. Even I when mean, it's not fantastic. I thought that like, so with the matrix and stuff, I liked the first matrix and I, I'm sort of, you know, I'm sort of, I think in the opinion with everybody most people that the second the second and the third were not uh, not great yeah not, not great. great um but the first one really was good like i don't think people understand how good that movie was when it came out it was it was it a was. really good movie and unfortunately it had these sequels that make you think otherwise but uh yeah 
Yeah. But it really was a good movie. And I liked um, Cloud Atlas a lot. Like, that movie really yeah. I enjoyed. And uh, and so, you know, I, I think I could give uh, uh, Sense8 a look. And maybe, maybe TV is, like, their medium. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes people thrive better on a television medium than a film medium. And you... Because, like... I think they take a lot of chances and so television you have more room to kind of take a chance and if it doesn't go well you have another episode so you know yeah and recalibrate <laughs> but, but yeah I uh I yeah that 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 is something I will take a look at definitely and uh let's see but yeah I uh I guess if we've moved on to talking about an entirely different TV show that we <laughs> yeah. haven't even watched, I guess I guess we're done talking about this uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, it's probably wise <laughs> to wait till we've seen the shows to talk about them. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, you know, this is obviously a slightly shorter episode. We did a uh, we did two uh, two two episodes this this uh, this episode. So uh, next time we might do three. Um, this weekend... I would recommend doing three next time. Okay. Actually, yeah, I know Adam really wanted to get to six, so I could, I could sense the the urgency of getting to episode six with Adam. I, I figure and... three will be a very good number to get a uh, a very exciting podcast next time. That would be perfect. And so so yeah, so we'll be back on. Um, we're gonna do tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna do the classic Who and I guess uh, you know we'll 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 probably do Wednesday the next. Uh, the next um babylon 5 episode and yeah friday we do our uh, our wusha thing and so we're so we'll be you know again i know i apologize that we we didn't have uh the episode for this friday's wusha viewing uh you know i just had a lot of stuff so we, we rescheduled but next week we'll be back on and uh all right so we will let you go and until then we'll talk to you later Oh, fuck!